All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 298 of the KISS FAQ Plaguecast. I'm your host, Julian Gill, and yes, I'm still alive. Woo! Um, yeah. <laughs> before, before we get into the show, obviously today I'm joined by Lonnie and Ken. Good to see both of you, literally, figuratively, every which way. Yeah, I did get COVID-19, and I was in hospital just overnight uh, in ER Saturday. Uh, but the, the previous week, I had a few very, very rough days where I thought I was checking out uh, from horrendous heart rate. I mean, we were well over 150 on the on the heart rate Went uh-huh. all night long. I mean, we're talking five, six hours of that um, blood pressure through the roof. Um, didn't ever get a cough. Didn't, you know, uh, get get a lot of the symptoms. But um uh, what was it? A couple nights later, it was horrendous body pain. Like every single injury that I'd ever had on my body was being attacked uh, at the same moment by that virus. But you know, most of my issues came from COVID interacted with medication, and I'm on high blood pressure stuff. So that was what landed me in ER. But since mm. then, I'm on President Trump's happy pills, and they seem to be working. Um, along with the Z pack, um, whatever you know. If I'd already turned the Man. corner, fine. Well, I'm I'm testing this stuff out. But I do want to take a, the opportunity uh, to not talk about the disease because we're not here for that. We're here to escape all that and talk music and stuff. But I do want to thank every single person who reached out. You know, musicians, members of the band, friends, uh, acquaintances, people who don't even know me personally. You know, for the best wishes and everything during this, you know, very trying and stressful time. But I did appreciate every single one of you taking the time, you know, just to send a message or a wish or whatever. Uh, very much appreciated. And, you know, we all need to remember that there are thousands and thousands of other people who are suffering from this, whether it's from people, loved ones who've passed on, who are in hospital. I didn't have a ventilator or ever get near there. So I'm really low in terms of pure suffering, and I'm alive. People who've lost their jobs, been laid off, businesses, you know. So, you know, keep keep those thoughts, prayers, whatever you do going for the rest of the world because it's a worldwide issue. And, and that's it on COVID. Let's move on um, and do a show about KISS about the band that we love, about the music that's a part of our life. Anyone bought anything this in the last couple of weeks because it's been a little while since we last did a show? Well, I did get a couple of things. One, I bought a long time ago, but it took forever to get here uh, because I think there was some lost mail happened uh, on it. But it did finally come, and it's Ace Frehley's Space Invader uh, with the gold signature on it so it's you know nice gatefold very shiny shiny so nice and shiny cool stuff and it, it's a nice uh, vinyl on it too the other thing I got was and you have this um, I guess they reprinted more of these and that's the Polestar uh, magazine of course they did they saw how well it was selling probably like, yeah, yeah, oh, shit, finally yeah, someone yeah, wants to a, buy this... Polestar magazine yeah those kiss 
those suckers, you know, the Kiss fans. They'll buy anything. They'll buy anything, obviously, right? Um, <laughs> so, so that's all I got. But uh, it's uh, actually the magazine's actually not not bad. So congratulations to Chris in Ontario, I believe it was, who won the drumsticks and pick. Uh, yeah, she emailed me yesterday saying that they'd arrived. So very happy that his prize made it there. Thank you, of course, for entering any of the giveaways that we do. We don't have one this week, but we will again soon on whatever show we got. Lonnie, you bought anything? Or are you too um, essential to be I shopping? did recently get, I've been putting together those 2014 vinyls still, and I recently got the Paul Stanley solo album uh, a couple weeks ago. About a week, or about maybe about a week or so ago. So it's a nice little addition. But the big news is that I've you know been, we've all been basically locked up, and you know I, I still have to go. I still have to go to my job, but other than that, I, I don't leave the house. So I've uh, had some extra time on my hands, especially with no sports going on either. I really got extra time on my hands. I don't have any kids or anything. I don't know what to do with myself. So I've been digging stuff out um, that's been in what I call Kiss storage, and I've been adding to my to my Kiss room and. I busted out my 24-inch Kiss Destroyer dolls. I posted those on the Facebook page mm-hmm. over the weekend and uh, found uh, found the Kiss in the bo- remember those those Kiss Jack in the boxes like the Kiss in the boxes. Yeah. I found those. I was digging those out, and my wife's like, "What are those?" I'm like, "Oh, these are great." She goes, "I've never even seen those." And like the newspaper they were wrapped in was from 2010, so like they've literally been uh-huh. in storage for 10 years. So I busted out a lot of a lot of fun stuff and really tested the the patience of my wife over the last couple of weeks of being trapped in the house. So, well, I saw okay. that video. I saw the video. Yeah. <laughs> I sent you guys <laughs> the video. Wife, with your wife narrating, uh, like, like oh, this, this is, is what happens this, when he doesn't have sports. Never, this hasn't wasn't there before. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, really good stuff. We make a lot of people suffer with our hobbies, so that's for sure. And so that's a a good way to kind of go into today's topics, which we don't have a topic. Uh, I'm unprepared. I apologize. But, uh, you know, we're all locked down. We're locked down in San Francisco. I would be at work if, well, I wasn't like a plague zombie, typhoid Mary, as I was called by my colleagues. Um, But... Spending more time at home, do you find yourself listening to more music when you are at home or or less? I mean, how are you kind of occupying your time with music and how is Kiss fitting into that story? Uh, Ken? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I did listen to more music, um, though it wasn't necessarily Kiss. <laughs> um, I think I... I, I, I Posted that I had, uh, I was going to watch that uh, Electric Light Orchestra um, video DVD um, that had some cool stuff, uh, concert footage and and their appearances on other shows like Fusion and uh, I can't remember the other one. Um, but then there was one full show from '78 uh, from Wembley. Um, so I watched that. I, I've been listening to. This, various miscellaneous music and stuff like that as much as I could. I'm still working though. Fortunately, I'm still working, uh, which takes up a lot of my time during the day, weekdays at least. Lonnie, how about you while you're doing your thing? Yeah. Um, we've been, you know, we, we, at a certain point, we know we just have to turn off the TV because I, I just, you need, Mm. you need a break from it at some point. So we've found ourselves listening to more music around the house lately. And, um, you know, and, and, 
you know, I, I give my wife a hard time on the show, but she's a good sport. You know, so I'd be working in my kiss room doing some, something and she'd be like, well, why don't you put on one of your new records? Because that's why I'm buying those 2014 vinyls so I can play them and not have to play my my 70s stuff, you know, just so I don't have to take those out of the sleeves and that. So, you know, so I'm, you know, playing some kiss vinyl. And we also, you know, I put just a just put a mix of variety on on my phone for stuff that I like and stuff that she likes just to, you know, everybody's getting a little enjoyment out of it too so no i, I found we've, we've found ourselves listening to more music around the house lately um with you know it's instead of watching the news on tv all the time and there being no sports on tv to watch or anything so you know I th- music music is a is an important thing and and you know it's a good healer and it, it distracts us from, from some sad realities so it's it, it always music always somehow always somehow plays a role, so it's it's been it's been very beneficial for us. You know, I was listening to the Dead Kennedys today. I just felt the need to dig out that catalog. But one thing that I have been digging back into a bit more as well is the Gene Simmons Vault. I mean, just throw it back in. I'm wearing headphones a lot around the house because we're you know all working from home, so you can't just be blasting music and you know actually being able to focus in on just the tunes is kind of interesting. So you know just just fun to revisit that because you know as the years pass from that event. Uh, you listen to it less and less frequently. It's no longer special. It's no longer that gigantic cache of material to explore and discover for the first time again. Um, thinking of some of these topics that we had uh, kind of just posted some ideas about. Um, Destroyer. Uh, no, Mark. No, Dress to Kill has just been announced the 45th anniversary yeah. version of course uh, which will be available on kiss online now, either of you plan on getting and what do you think about the package and what they've put together for that anniversary edition i'll yeah. probably get it um it's I'll, I'll probably wait till it's on um that you discover music site and then get the the vinyl itself a little cheaper i don't have much of an interest in the money clip or the flask or things like that I'm, I'm you know to each their own i mean i'm the i'm also the guy who just said i dug out my kiss jack in the boxes the other day so i mean to each their own you know if that's what you want to if that's what you want to get go ahead and get it um but the record itself is enough for me i've gotten the other ones and i would like to continue mm-hmm. to get them you know there are there even through this kiss fans are still kiss fans <laughs> and the other day when they announced it, it was on the anniversary of Dress to Kill. We, we have commented on this show several times that we'll expect that to happen on the 45th anniversary of Dress to Kill. It follows the trend that they've been um, mm-hmm. going with the last few years. So, you know, that's probably going to happen. And there, there were several comments um, on, like, Kiss's Twitter page or Kiss's Facebook page when they announced that this was being released. Like, oh, fine time to be asking fans for more money. But... You know, it, first of all, it's the record company that's putting this out, you jackass. And second of all, <laughs> if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Crap. I mean, you, you, so some people just have to complain or they're not happy. But but no, I'll, I'll get the record. The, I'll spend my money. <laughs> have you seen that they've got the uh, the personalized gold record as well? Yeah, it is. Um, so oh, the, yeah. t- the t-shirts I'm, I won't buy the record I mean red vinyl I'm so sick can they like pick one of the other three colors in the color catalog of vinyl pressings uh, but I'd also be concerned I got a about, deal on red <laughs> uh, 
are, are these records actually going to come out? I mean, because of the economy being savaged, are, are those businesses mm-hmm. going to stay? Um, but the T-shirts, there's one very cool T-shirt, the Live 75 T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I like. Oh I, yeah. I just don't get. I don't get the socks, the money clip. I I don't get it, Ken. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I did think about getting the whole package thing, but I did not. I I just ordered the the red vinyl. Um, though I did post in in the board where they were talking about the color, and I said they should have used the colors from the promo for the the press kit. It had the yellow and black, and so if they could have done a a, a yellow with a with a with a black spatter splatter or something like that, um, you know. You know, come on, look at what was going on at that time. It's real simple to see how they were promoting it. Use the colors that, that they were using when they were promoting it. Even black and white or white with black spot, you know, something. Uh, but, hey, whatever. I mean, red, red I guess choice, they, they have a lot of red pellets. Uh, so they had to get rid of, so they uh, did that, I guess. So, But I did get just the vinyl. I ordered that. I like your idea there of black and white splatter. Very, that would have been very apro for Dress to Kill. Good idea. They didn't ask. Too late. Yeah. (laughs) So today, of course, the first cancellation of a Kiss tour date has happened with Donington being called off for this Mm. year. And the, the announcement is simply that we'll be back next year. So that is not a postponement. That is a cancellation, though they will honor tickets for next year, they say. Um, I also hear, I have not seen an official post yet from anyone that Doc has said that, uh, the European tour is off. So that that's Mm -hmm. pending. I mean, what what do you think is going to happen touring wise? Do you think the the dates that were now scheduled in the fall, the U.S. run, is going to happen, or do you think 2020 is just going to be erased? What's kind of your feeling? And again, this is opinion and feeling. We have no information. We don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. We know that Ticketmaster is completely off the radar, right, Ken? They have disappeared. Yes. They are incognito. Yeah, they're hiding from us. They're right not giving now. us our fucking money back. Uh, Ken and I were at the Oakland I saw show that. I saw that when, earlier. Yeah, the first, the meet and greet was canceled, you know, after you'd gone in. And that's fine. Nothing to do with the band again. This is no criticism, criticism of Kiss, McGee, or them. Uh, but refunds have still not been received. And that's absolute bullshit. Three, you know, what is it? Coming up to three weeks since the show. And you can't communicate with Ticketmaster. They've gotten rid of their chat. They won't respond to emails. They actually send you a response saying, we're not doing any support by email. You have to phone. And you phone and you just get a busy signal or a a disconnect. So I expect them to be declaring bankruptcy. And then, you know, obviously they're in the cartel with Live Nation. And just, you know, $1,500 for that meet and greet. I want my money. You know, did not get it for a reason that's absolutely justifiable. No problem with it being canceled. No problem with how it was. Epic Rights emailed everyone that your mm-hmm. refunds would be processed. And uh, was it seven to seven ten business You know, and mm-hmm. then they have the audacity, and that's Epic Rights, say, oh, you bought through Ticketmaster, you've got to deal with them. Excuse me? You're the ones who were emailing us all the details about the damn event and sent us the email saying that it would be automatically processed. 
Ken, your thoughts on that before we talk about what we think is going to happen to Ticket Bastard and the industry. Yeah. Um, yeah, so their dates, uh, the canceling, I mean, it's not surprising. Uh, I haven't heard anything about the uh, Central America um, dates, but I assume those will be canceled too. Um, they were, they start, what, late April or something like that? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, then I think the first date is El Salvador, I believe, um, down there. Uh, so uh, that's not looking good right now. Uh, I'd be very surprised if those still happen. But, you know, you never know how things are going to turn around. Uh, I, just the way things look right now, I don't think it's anytime soon. A um, couple months or hope hopefully or less you know I, you know it's hard to say as for down the line in october boy i hope we're all done with this we're pretty much by then i hope you know, we're starting to you know hopefully get back to normal by that time semi-normal i guess um where we can start to you know go out you know be out there and and everything you know sports sports events other entertainment events can still happen um yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I hope it is, but it's just really it's just an unknown thing right now what's going to happen. Yeah, what efforts have you uh, gone through for your refund? So, yeah, I did contact them once. I actually got through on a chat before they closed the before they stopped the chat and they said they were going to look into it and that's the last I've heard they haven't <laughs> come back to me. <laughs> Um, they have my information, but, uh, I'm hoping it's, you know, it's like a ticket and it could be like up to three weeks or something like that. It's like, okay, whatever. Um, but, and then after that, I would try to chat again. Like you said, that it's just a default message saying 30 days, something, whatever. I don't know. It's just a, some kind of default message they put there. Their phones are busy. Um, yeah. I did buy the insurance, so I may be contacting that insurance, uh, putting in a claim like I think you did, uh, Julian. Um, I know you did it. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's a, it's a good good chunk of money. So, hey, you know, give, give me my money back. I didn't get what I paid for. Yeah, these uh, these. What was that company that went? hits up a couple of years ago that the artists used to use to fulfill john hart's book was uh pledge music there we go yeah. oh yeah pledge yeah you know it, it's just like that i mean it, it's got to be a bit of a ponzi scheme because you know <laughs> yeah. can that can they have all that money that they've taken from tickets no you way. know available to refund and you know it that's why I'd much rather they get t ours taken care of before all these other dates later down the road go. I mean, it's, I'm strictly thinking Ponzi scheme, you know. Mm -hmm. There we are. Lonnie, yeah. what are your thoughts on where the year is going in terms of touring? I don't know. I mean, I can't I can't imagine them doing that, that South America, those South American dates in April. I can't, you know, it's, it's, it's April next week. I can't imagine them being ready to tour in June, like we we're saying, I can't imagine them being ready to tour in Europe in June and play in front of twenty thousand people. You know, I I can't, especially with with download being canceled today. I can't believe that we're going to be there in a couple months. You know, I I'm hopeful, and that's all we can really be right now is hopeful that come 
September when those those fall or, or August whenever they're supposed to tour this do a lap around the states again comes that that we're back to some kind of normalcy and we're we're ready for that mm-hmm. is that going to be the case I I don't know no, no, none of us do but you know I, I I hope we're ready for for fall events you know come August I hope we're ready for for football come September you know things. Things prior to that, I'm not sure, you know, as far as like, you know, any summer concerts go. I mean, Motley Crue and Def Leppard in stadiums. What makes you think that's going to happen right now? <laughs> I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. it's scary to think about. But I mean, what makes you think some of these things are going to get happen? Like Indianapolis 500 got pushed back to August today. So I am hopeful that, that come late August, September, we're, we're ready to go again. You know, we might have a great a great run of a lot of events in August, September, October. And hopefully that's the case. And hopefully we can kind of get this pent upness out of our system and, and have a good time. But, you know, we have right now, we, the best thing, to, obviously the best thing to do is just, we just have to wait it out, but hopefully yeah. it comes to that. Yeah. I think you have to be positive. So let's go to the message board and look at what people have been talking about to entertain. <laughs> Let me spit my coffee out. <laughs> Wait. That did, yeah, you're right. What the hell am I saying? Let's be positive. <laughs> Gee, thanks a lot, Lottie. What do you think? It's a cesspool after all? Is that what I you're saying? I didn't say that. Aren't we a cesspool? Are we a pit of negativity and despair? No, but we sure have some special people, that's for certain. So let's start with a topic that would be close to Lonnie's heart. Lonnie, mm. why is Revenge perceived as such a good uh, album? There we, we don't go. Talk enough, we don't talk enough revenge on this show, so that's good. <laughs> I saw that earlier, and I was at work, and I didn't have, I didn't have time to... You know, a couple of minutes while I was waiting for something to download, I really didn't have time to go on a rant about it on the board, but I did I did see the thread about, well, why is Revenge considered such a great album? One, you know, we've talked about it. The first of all is the, is their look on Revenge, you know, and that's one reason why I think people, it, it's people, Paul Stanley said, people's, you know, here with their eyes more. And Kiss finally looked like we always thought Kiss should look like come come Revenge. And the sound of Revenge, the sound of Revenge versus versus the sound of the previous records looking back on hot in the shade which just, you know is, <laughs> sound is terrible crazy nights sound is you know very empty you know i, I think revenge is, is a kick in the nuts compared to what they had been putting out oh, and let's not forget um let's put the x in sex and you make me rock hard was sandwiched in between those two albums too so for mm-hmm. a few years kiss was really putting out some just hollow music and they finally put something out of substance and that's why it seemed, why it's it's deemed so great. And I know we've we've had this discussion on the show before. It's not for everyone, you know. I I couldn't believe it wasn't for everyone when we started doing the show. Like, what do you mean you guys don't love this album as much as I do? But it's it's it was a welcome it was a welcoming sound when it came out. You got to put yourself in the in your Kiss Army shoes in 1992 when that came out. How big of a how refreshing it was compared to what they had been putting out throughout the 80s that's why it's so welcomed and that's why it's looked upon as wow they finally got it right that's why awesome ken personal feelings aside i mean yeah i can go on a rant about how much i love them but to my in my opinion that's why it's looked upon the way it is yeah i just saw that topic like, oh, Lonnie, <laughs> lonnie's gonna take over the show Where's this? Has, has any comment 
besides the fact that yeah, that album is his favorite album. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I did uh, I think respond on there and I I kind of agreed with somebody else that uh, posted something about. I said it was it was the pretty much the best album since uh, Lick It Up, basically. I know Julian would disagree with that, but, um, and I kind of agreed with that. I thought, you know, that was sounding wise. It was good. The other thing that was the key thing is Gene Simmons was back as far as his look, the sound, you know, the, the, the songs that he got, he got the lead off single of all things on that album. And the, his other songs on the album were all, they're all fantastic. I mean, he is the the star of that album, in my opinion. Besides Bruce Kulick, of course. Um, and so that was a big thing: is Gene having back, being back, and not Paul having to carry a couple of those albums, like you know, uh, Animal Eyes um, and Asylum, which you know. So uh, it was a return to form, I thought, and the sound, yeah, the sound was just fantastic. Fantastic production by Bob Ezrin. So, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and I, I think probably because it was so focused as an album. You know, Bruce's guitar playing isn't any better on Revenge than on Crazy Nights. True. That's a little bit of a hot take, perhaps. Um, go back it's and listen true. to Crazy Nights. He's all over the place. He's flying. He's tasty bits, tasty fills, great runs, mm-hmm. great lead work. But married with production and sonic yeah. values, it shines through a little bit more than Crazy Nights. Put on your headphones and listen to Crazy Nights. Listen to Bruce. You know, try and filter through the the negative um, polish. Um, so it was certainly mm-hmm. a, a big factor in why it's so crisp and clear and clean but then again you have gene is being focused you know he's not bringing the kitchen sink like he does on hot in the shade he's making an effort unlike Mm -hmm. what he was doing on animal eyes so like you said gene was back um Mm -hmm. paul Paul was rising to it. Paul was always up to the challenge. Paul was always trying to take it to the next level. Paul is always making me mix my metaphors. Um, you know, Paul is Paul. And, you know, the the drummer, you know, Eric Singer brought something oh, yeah. different that changed the dynamics of the music. So you take all those yeah. factors, you have the band being angry and ready to enter a new decade and move on from the disaster. It, it's the next step, the next chapter for everyone, you know, after the death of Eric Carr. It's not moving mm-hmm. on from him, but it's turning the page and saying, we are still viable, we are still credible we are ready to kick your butt so i think it's an album you know no matter what i say about it in other contexts it is still a fantastic album and one that's rightfully you know applauded and you know lauded with uh you know, many superlatives <laughs> right below that oh god you giddy have to. We should just have Julian read the message board live every week. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to be careful because there are some, some topics I just go delete, move straight into the, uh, into, the, into the trash can, but would Lick It Up work as an opener? No. Ken, Ken's just shaking his head no, and no. Yeah. That one should probably go in the trash can. Um, <laughs> Ace the most... Is it a hem again? No, that's one else. Okay. That's a relief. Ace the most confident member? That's just stupid. Okay. <laughs> Paul and Jean didn't play on Escape from the Island. Surprised? Uh, well, not so much surprised. I mean, I, I think I've known... I mean... Let's say it this way. Uh, back when I got the album, and if I heard that right after I, you know, listened to it, I would have been surprised. Um, but later on, and after reading, I probably your, you know, your books, uh, Julian, and stuff like that, and other knowledge that's come out, um, I, you know, yeah, I believe it. Um, and if Gene and it's almost like a, I sound like it was a jam session of some sort, and um, and Gene and Paul were just not there. So Ace and Bob and Eric Carr, you know, got together and and you know knocked that thing out. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. I, again, I would have been surprised way back. You know, I was like, what? That's not Gene playing bass on <laughs> Escape from the Island? Why not? You know, that's blasphemy. But uh, no, it's right now, it's, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, kind of bootlegs that have come out over the past few years. It's like 10 takes of them working through Escape from the Island. You know, it's, <laughs> right. it's just, it's woodshedding. It's, you hear it starting to take shape and find form. And then there's another instrumental at the end that, you know, never made it. And, you know, it's just clear that Ace was doing work mm-hmm. around the Elder. Ace was not disinvested. Ace mm-hmm. was part of the sessions, um, regardless mm-hmm. of how much he actually said he was. And I think Escape from the Island, you know, it doesn't need Gene. Gene was never one to insist on having a, a baseline of True. performed by him. If someone else had did had done it better, and you know, it's something I, I do admire about Gene that he, he wasn't so egocentric or egotistical that, that is, you know it had to be him or no one else. Yeah, you know, makes me think of someone else. Um, you know, so no, it doesn't need him. It doesn't need <laughs> Paul. Ace's guitar. There, there's no real lead work. You know, on the the bed track itself, it doesn't need Paul playing that so that Ace can just fly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I like it. I, I always like the the bass in that, which I believe is Bob. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very it, cool. It's just a really nice bass line, Lonnie. You know, I, it's not surprising to me. I mean, it's kind of like kind of me as a as a younger Kiss fan, I would have been what? What do you mean? Of course, that's you know. Gene and Paul, you know, they got together as a band and, and played this. But, I mean, we've all heard of a, who didn't play on what on, you know, basically every Kiss record. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, you know, in the least. I mean, you just kind of take it with them, you know. It's just another example of, you know, so-and-so didn't play on what, but played on this. So, does it surprise me? No. Does it bother me and keep me up at night? No. 
So it's fine. But you know, whatever. It doesn't mean I doesn't mean I can't take any less enjoyment from the song because certain members didn't play on it. Don't bother me in the slightest. A good song is a good song. Now, I know neither of you are going on the Kiss Cruise, and while I am, I'm completely expecting that to get cancelled now. But recently, um, the headliners for Cruise Fest 2020, which is, of course, the pre-cruise event in Miami, were announced. And, Joe, I apologize publicly for not getting you on the show to talk about it, obviously, with what was happening. Um, I was also very busy, and then what happened, uh, you kind of got lost. So this is the best I can do to make up for not having you on to talk about the Cruise Fest, but you were on plenty of other shows, uh, so hopefully people can you know, go to Podcast Rock City, where I believe he was, um, you know, to, to get the details on that, and if not, go to Cruise Fest, the website, which is posted all over Facebook. Uh, but Ace Fraley and Bruce Kulik returning this year to to cruise fest lonnie what's your thought on that is is, are you happy they're coming back or do you think it's really time to start changing things up you know i'm I'm, it's for the kiss cruise why not have ace Frehley and bruce kulik there i don't i don't have a problem with that at all you know i think i think that's two great gets so if you if you can have two of the staples of the band's guitar players there i think that's that's a win-win for for Kiss fans, so um, people want people say they're tired of it or want to get something else. Well, you know what? It's it's for Kiss, and this is two members of Kiss. I mean, if you, if they got somebody else, if they got somebody else, you know, they'd be like, well, why isn't there, why isn't there more Kiss? There should be more Kiss. You know, you you can't please everyone. So I I think it's great. I I've, I've no qualms with it. I think I think it's a fantastic get and more power to you. Ken. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's great that they got them there. I think I, then I, if I hear or read that they, they might also play together um, on stage, maybe. I, I don't know. I thought I saw that. But um, And if that happened, that'd be really cool um, if they're on the stage at the same time at one point, um, which I'm guessing they might do. So, uh, yeah. I mean, would you have that, or would you rather have a you know Kiss tribute band? I'd rather have original members playing up there, uh, former members. Um, so I think it's 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 a good get, like yeah, Lonnie I, said. Yeah, I believe Ace has said that he's going to have fans help pick some deep cuts to uh, perform. I think that's that, right. I think he that's said right. that. So hopefully he gets a Wi-Fi signal and yes. he's able to rehearse those. <laughs> Really... A, wi- a good wife Easy. Oh, that's loud oh yeah okay okay it's I'll loud set, i'll settle <laughs> down but yeah there's a lot of ace songs i'd love him to do that he's never done oh yeah uh, yeah I, i'm gonna tell him one ace all for nothing mm, yeah you can't get any deeper that. you can't get any deeper than the one known outtake from his 1978 solo album that i've only mm-hmm. heard as an instrumental does it have lyrics? That's what I would love to know. And can Ace find them? Because I'm sure that's he, the bigger, that's the the he can't remember them. Yeah, that's the bigger question. Maybe, maybe he can, you know, go on YouTube, Ace, all for nothing. That's the, that's what it sounds like. Write new lyrics for it. Yeah. That, that'd, okay. be, that'd be kind of neat. All right, here's another thread. Oh, Jesus. Um, 
Ace confirmed Bob Ezrin broke up the band. <laughs> Lonnie, did Bob Ezrin. And I saw your response, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? That's what the, that's what, wait, hang on here. That's what Escape from the Island was all, was about, you know, to break up the band and he's escaping. Five years yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Ahead, it, was, it was originally called The Chase, so no. Sorry. No. Oh, oh, well. Broke up, broke up the band. I don't know. See, it, see, it seems a little dramatic, considering Kiss hadn't reached their peak yet, even at that point. Kiss continued to grow and continued to become a bigger success story after that. I think that's kind of crazy to even construct that sentence to me. So, did, yeah, did, did Ace, you know... Did they did they substitute Ace on Destroyer? Yeah, absolutely they did. We all know it, and we all have had Destroyer Resurrection issued to us, and we can hear dif- the difference. But did it break up the band? Well, well, no, because well, there's this album that they released later in the year called Rock and Roll Over, and then there's an album they released next year, the next year called Love Gun. So no, it didn't break up the band. That's idiotic. I guess he's saying that it was the beginnings. Uh, I guess he meant. I don't oh, really? know. Like, uh, you know, it was his choice to go nothing, play. They never had play, a play poker or whatever. Play cards. Go off and play cards. You know, that that was his his choice. Yeah. How how dare Bob get someone else to do it? I mean, Bob did that to everyone. It's a band. I mean, what broke up the yeah. band was forming a band. It was it was inevitable. I think so. You know, blaming it on Sweet Pain or re- replacing a solo and not telling him. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it seems close. You guys have any of these topics that you want to talk about? Well, I, I, I know, I, know I had put. I know one of them was. I just. What do you think of those uh, the Marvel Kiss shirt crossover shirts. designs? And I thought, is that the best you could come up with <laughs> I mean uh, it's it just to me it was a real miss on, on designs uh, I thought you know I was going to think oh man this is going to be cool um, and, and actually I would have rather them just put their images as they drew them on the first Kiss Marvel comic book and just have Kiss I mean and it's still part of Marvel because it was a Marvel comic at the time. But the the, the designs that they came up with, I, I just, I uh, there are none I want to go out and buy. Uh, they're just not that. I don't know what it is. It's just uh, they didn't use much imagination on trying to create something uh, that could have been, I think, a lot more exciting. Lonnie. Yeah kind of lame i'm not gonna buy a kiss marvel shirt it makes has zero interest to me whatsoever and i'm, I'm sure you share the same sentiment julian um one thread on there that i thought was interesting and i'm surprised by the results what what do you want do you want to comment on marvel shirts? Oh, come on we'll, we'll see if he julian, really let's see julian, if he julian agrees with that comment he just said I do not Did you share the same them? sentiments. Don't. No, I don't, because I have no Stop. idea what they look like. I have no clue about. 
I have no idea what this fucking t- discussion's about. I have absolutely no idea. So no, I don't. Yeah, Please yeah. continue. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought I thought an interesting throw that, and I was surprised by the result. I'm surprised by the current results. Are is what is the most known Kiss song worldwide? And I voted for Rock and Roll Night over I Was Made for Loving You, and it's losing, losing by twenty percent. So I, th- I thought that was interesting. And and the the. And I, I voted for rock and roll all night also, mm-hmm. uh, based on a couple things. Uh, you know, why does Kiss play rock and roll all night uh, on every most every TV appearance that they they you know go on? They don't usually they don't play I Was Made for Loving You. If it, you think um, it's either they don't know their audience or 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 something, or maybe it's just U.S. audience only. I don't know. Um, the other thing is someone brought up Spotify plays or something like that throughout the world. Well, that's that's now. I mean, just because these people are playing I Was Made for Loving You more than Rock and Roll Night now doesn't mean the plays throughout history from the beginning till now, like AM or FM radio, I guarantee they played Rock and Roll Night a ton more um, going through history. But, you know, I don't know where you could find that stat. Yeah, I don't think there's any way to prove which one it is. My my gut would no. be rock and roll all night. It, it's the band's signature song. You know, I Was Made For Loving You is popular in kind of niche markets. I'm sorry, I just called Australia a niche. Um, but, you know, trying to think outside of America, you know, obviously you ask an English person, you know, what? You know, what's the most popular Kiss song? Oh, Crazy Crazy Nights. You know, Crazy Nights, yeah. Yeah, never heard Rock and Roll All Night. So I think worldwide probably Rock and Roll All Night. It's, but when does Kiss get played on radio unless it's satellite? I actually found a good one here. If you had a Kiss-related time machine, what would you set it to? Um, and it includes all sorts of events. You know, anything you want, whether it's photo shoots or you know, concerts or sessions, where would you want to go to be a fly on the wall if you could Jules burn it? And it should, you should immediately know the answer to that as well, Lonnie. There's so many, there's so many events that you would, well, I would love to be there for that. Um, but for me, it's MTV Unplugged. I would have loved to have been there for the filming of MTV Unplugged. Maybe, maybe the most, you know, one of, if not the most historic events in their entire history. To see all six of them up on stage together. You know, or maybe be a fly on the wall, if you want to be a fly on the wall, like during rehearsals that week leading up to it, to see, you know, how things <laughs> were really playing out behind the scenes would, would have been very interesting. So I, w- I would set my time machine to August of 1995 in New York. Um, to see all that come together and then witness that performance in person would be unbelievable to me. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, you know what? I would go back to, I guess it would be 73 when uh, the show, the live show, where there are not many people, but, you know, the one where Bill O'Coin, uh 
came and, and watched him. I would have loved to have been at that one to see what he saw uh, kind of thing. Um, and I, I'm sure it was fantastic and <laughs> super loud, of course. Um, just to see them in their raw, early form, you know, live on stage, playing those, what are now, all those songs are classics, Kiss classics. Um, so I, I would have... I would have loved to been there. That's one of the one one of the times I would have chosen. I I think unlike Ace Frehley, having no regrets, I do have regrets, and I would use the time machine to correct one of those. And it shouldn't be a regret, but I would take it back to November 1984, Binghamton, New York, where I lived mm. at the time, and mm. I would have gone to that show which, of course, Mark St. John ended up playing. You know, there's so many historic things that you could say. I, I mean, I'd love to be there in the rehearsals to watch those or to watch them rehearsing in the loft or whatever. But I think the one moment in my life where I was in the same place at mm-hmm. the same time as something cool happening, but I didn't even basically know that Kiss existed... <laughs> right. I I would I would fix that uh, for for mm-hmm. what it's worth. So that'd be kind of cool. Do you guys have any final topics before we bring this one to a close? Mm-hmm. No more yiggities. <laughs> no more yiggities. I know. Uh, I just said. I mean, you know, record store day. Of course, due to all oh, what's going on. Exactly. Has been delayed, right? And. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know, well, Asa has that uh, vinyl coming out for that, um, colored vinyl. Um, it's a double LP, right? So um, I said, I said, you know, well, it's delayed, but Kiss has still has time to try to get a record out there yesterday. Uh, but I don't think. I mean, they, you know what? They could have done it just by using. For instance, Dressed to Kill, that just came out, held that back and made it a record store day thing. Maybe do do a record, you know, they can do a regular red vinyl, and then they can do a different color for the record store day thing, something like that, or whatever the next anniversary release is. What's the next one? I don't know. Uh, Unmasked. You're right, unmasked. That, you're right. That, and that's good timing. And that's around, you know. That'd, so be, that fun. Would, that'd be a good one to uh, try. So, anyway. I think they have time to start correcting. If the rest of the year gets wiped out, if the tours do get called off, they've got time to start catching up with Def Leppard. Def Leppard's put out the early years box set, the first two groupings, the, the boxes of, uh, you know, yeah. of albums two of those they've just released this which i'm going to review mm-hmm. tomorrow on the look it's rock and roll podcast uh just do a solo review of that i think kiss cool. has time to number one forget record store day i just don't see them ever doing anything for that but i think to tell the label to start getting its act together and doing the exact same thing that they're doing with def leppard so package up the first three albums stick uh couple of extra CDs of live and demos and outtakes and all that nice little booklet and start putting those out it's time in 2020 
if nothing else is happening, to start throwing stuff like that out. Empty the vaults before Universal burns it. I've said it before. Um, and, and give the fans something. I think the band also needs to um, start getting a little bit more serious about stuff. Metallica is streaming yeah. live concerts on Mondays. Kiss needs they got this 7-inch cool. vinyl club, too, they're doing, which is really cool, too. Yeah, I mean, but I'm thinking more Kiss's YouTube no. channel and full sure. full shows, whether they take, you know, bootlegs that have been done and reappropriate them and put them up on their, their channel. I mean, we did a Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, live watch party yesterday of that Fort Wayne 1990 show again. You know, it had over yeah. 100 and something people on that stream watching, you know, a multi-cam admittedly audience and pro put together that andrew edited wonderfully and Mm -hmm. people loved it the the responses to it while it was on were absolutely fantastic and people were really enjoying a lot of stuff one guy even said you know this is better than the detroit pro shots you know yeah it's new to you if you've seen it a few dozen times it won't be as exciting as that but still the point is Metallica is put it with what was the one that they did Monday Slain, you yeah, know, Ireland, um, and their okay. pro shots. Oh, wow, you, you know, just absolutely stunning. Throw out if End of the Road has hit a massive speed bump. How about a pro shot End of the Road? Yeah, up, up on YouTube for all those fans who now have had, you know, shows disrupted multiple times. Think about the people in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. show postponed in september last year show at risk and again nothing is confirmed for that run of tour dates yet but at risk for later this year think of if the european run gets done that would have been many of their last opportunity to see the band how about a pro shot end of the road there needs to be one anyway to document this tour at the end a full commercial thing with hopefully a, a nice big picture book of gene paul's favorite photos from the tour and tommy and eric's you know and every single like part of it detailed with you know quotes um yeah, you've got let's time, take this time now let's yeah. take this time Take this time to do some fun stuff. Take this time to go through the vault. And, you know, it doesn't have to be for the box set. It can be, you know, exclusive of that and then, mm-hmm. you know, later included on a box. But get some of that stuff out there. Get those reissues going. These Def Leppard box sets just make me, you know, cry about the other band that I love not doing anything. So, Lonnie, did you I agree. talk about that? I agreed. I, I, I think that. You know, it, it was really cool. I was watching the Metallica thing Monday night, and my wife was watching, actually, Garth Brooks had, like, a live stream of him and Trisha Yearwood just kind of fooling around playing some songs on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Now, wouldn't it be cool if Kiss took this opportunity, you know, in, you know, the world's time of need to do something special for the fans? Like Julian said, you know, you know, a lot of these people, some of these people's shows have already been canceled. There's multiple ones that are at serious risk of being canceled. Do something to connect with the fans that that are that are missing out and are gonna miss out. You know, do something do something good with, with this time that we're, that we're down and and try to rally the people together through music, like we were talking about at the at the top of the show. Whether it's something on your YouTube channel, whether it's taking the time to to edit a end of the road, you know, whether whether it be a DVD, whether it be just something to for to live stream on their YouTube channel. I know Kiss doesn't do anything for 
for free, but you know, maybe now is the time to do something like that for free, though. Even too, is to put something up up like that on your YouTube channel for the Kiss Army that's hurting right now. You know, do do some do some good with this time. You know, put put something out that's 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 going to help heal the world a little bit. And I love Gene Simmons. If he'd live stream from his house, acoustic guitar, doing some of his 1970 songs. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd watch it. Definitely. Yeah. You know, he already knows my uncle is a raft. Uh, but, you know, when I, when <laughs> I awoke, you know, he, he had that whole publishing tape, acoustic going blind. You know, can, can he do it, number one? You know, but I, no matter what the case is, I, I'd rather they all stay healthy. I'd, I'd love to see mm-hmm. Eric do some drumming stuff, you know, on a live stream. Just maybe just mm-hmm. a tour of a drum kit, talking, you know, sit behind the drum kit, Eric, and talk. That shouldn't be that difficult for you, really. You know, tell us about the Deep Purple albums. Tell us about the songs that influenced you <laughs> as a drummer. You know, mm-hmm. Tommy, same with you on guitar. Play. Look at what Bruce is doing. You know, Bruce mm-hmm. and Tommy just play some of their riffs that they loved. Mm-hmm. You know, that they were learning. And Paul. You know, I always think back to that um, that commercial he did. I don't remember. Ernie Ball. Such a fantastic bit of guitar work. And I know it takes a lot of effort more than just having someone hold up an iPhone or propping one up and going. But do it lo-fi. Mm-hmm. And, and don't worry about it not being perfect. Just get up there and talk. You know, have a guitar. Tell a story. Do something, you know, yeah. for the fans. You know, Dropbox it to Keith if you have to, for him to upload it on the KISS channel. But that'd be nice, and it'd be nice if they can do it. But you know what? If they don't, I'm not worried either, and I'm not going to slag them off for not doing it. So, mm-hmm. All right, that's it for this week. Let's leave that there. Uh, we're back. We're going to do some episodes, do some crossover stuff as well if you're on another show. If you're not on a show and you just want to get together and do some podcasting, talk about music, you know, PM one of us, and... Uh, you know, if we can find a mutually agreeable topic, we're more than willing to do so. For now, from Ken, from Lonnie, myself, stay well, stay healthy, stay away from each other. And we'll see yeah. you again soon. Bye for now. <laughs> Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.